With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, you guys? I'm Haley. And I'm Andrea. And this is Inhuman, a true crime podcast. Listener Tales Volume 12. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe we're already on the 12th volume of Listener Tales. I like, know. We love doing these, and it's so fun that you guys keep sending them in because your stories are just awesome. So we got a ton like over the holidays, like so many. Yeah, people had finally time to write yeah. stories in because I know it takes some time. Um, but if you do want to submit a story, you can either email us at inhumanmonsterpod at gmail.com or you can go to our website, inhumanpodcast.com and click submit a listener story and go through there. You don't have to put your names. You can be anonymous. You can change names. You can leave the names, mm-hmm. whatever you want. Um, and then, but if you do want your name to be read, be sure to like put it in there so that we know. Um and yeah, that's how you submit them. Yeah. In case anyone was wondering. And we're like slowly trying to go through them all within reason. Mm-hmm. So some of these are from like October, November. <laughs> so yeah. if you have yeah. sent one in, don't worry. We will probably eventually get to it. But if we'll you want to send it in again, that's fine. But we might accidentally read it twice. <laughs> read it twice. <laughs> yeah. Because we can't remember everything. So <laughs> no. <sighs> but. Let's just start off with our first story today from Kelsey. This is a long one, so I apologize in advance. Also, never apologize. We love long stories. (laughs) This story starts with the desperate search for a used vehicle for my wife in these crazy times. After scouring Facebook Marketplace for weeks, I finally came across a decent-looking vehicle with a decent price. I sent a message and was sent a few responses by a very nice lady. She told me that she posted the ad for her parents and asked for my phone number so her dad could contact me. After a few hours, I received a call from an elderly gentleman that seemed a bit odd, but nonetheless ready to sell his vehicle. He told me where he lived and that we would have to meet at his house due to some crazy reason that I reluctantly gave into. Uh Uh My wife had to work that evening, so I asked my twin sister to go on this journey with me. Smart for not going alone. Shout out to having a twin sister. I have twins. <laughs> In case you didn't know. In case you didn't know. <laughs> After work, we headed about an hour outside of town to the deep countryside. We were smart enough to share a location with a few people. Snaps. Very Good job. Smart. As we got further outside of town, we joked about feeling like we were in a wrong turn movie, but carried on regardless. Uh-huh. As we traveled up his dirt driveway to his log cabin and many outdoor buildings, we were greeted by a man that honestly looked like he came out of a horror movie. Stop. (laughs) We gave each other the side eye and got out of the car to make this transaction as fast as possible. From the start, his demeanor was off. He kept repeating himself and just being overall strange. 
We asked to drive the vehicle down the road, and he insisted on coming along. My sister and I were in the front, and he was in the back. He had a wallet with him that had a gross 50s biker chain attached that seemed way too long, in my opinion. (laughs) Oh, my God. I have a hilarious story about one of those, like, wallet chain attachments that I'll tell at the end of the story. I have a hilarious story. I find it so funny. Kind of, too. But it's not that funny. We'll tell them at the end. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I couldn't help but be paranoid about him trying to choke us over the seat with this chain. (gasps) Yeah, that would be a scary thought. After a short drive, we made it back to the house and decided to go ahead with the purchasing process. I stupidly brought cash in the hopes that maybe we could get a little off the price. I handed him the money and told him how much was there and and that he was welcome to count it. In hindsight, I should have counted it to him. He kept telling us to come inside his house and we quickly said we would wait on the porch multiple times. Mm. From the porch, you could see inside his cabin. He had guns and axes and tools I have never seen before hanging on every inch of his walls. Oh, my God. He proceeded to take the money and go count. After 30 minutes, he comes out and tells us that he counted and there was was only $5,000. I gave him $6,200. With shocked looks on our faces, he continues to say that the only money he had, that that was the only money he had and and we could count it too. He handed us the money. It was $5,000. My sister was begging me to just take the five grand back and cut her losses. Wow. When we began to leave, he says, now wait, I have more money inside. I really said, sir, go get all the money that I gave you and please bring it outside. He again said, well, you wouldn't come in the house. I told him we were not being rude. We were being cautious. Totally fair. Like, totally fair. He asked if we wanted water because we seemed flushed and hot. We were just pissed. I again firmly asked him to bring the money out. He goes inside and proceeds to bring out the money in $100 increments and wants to count all of it again each time he comes out. What? We did this process 12 times. What the hell? Once it was confirmed he did indeed have all of the $6,200 I gave him, I gave him, we requested the title to be signed over. It took him an additional 30 minutes or so to find that and we were at last on our way. As we reached the vehicles, the man said to us, you are two very pretty girls. I yelled at my sister to get in her car and we hightailed it out of that place. A process that should have taken less than an hour and we were there for over three. We vowed to each other to never again meet someone at their house and never go anywhere like that without a male companion. I'm thankful we made it out of that extremely scary situation to be able to tell that story today. Thank you for listening. Wow. That's so scary. I'm so glad you guys are okay. What a creep, though. Like, bringing it out bringing it out in $100 increments each time. Yeah. That is he so He was just trying weird. to, like, waste your time, get you to come inside. Yeah. Like, just give it to me. Like, like, hoping you would crack or something. Yeah. That is so creepy. I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you at least had someone else there with For you. Real. And had, like, shared your location. And yeah, if you're meeting people off of Facebook Marketplace or anything like that, meet them in a neutral location. And always share your location with somebody that you love and trust. Yeah. You could even meet like in a police station parking lot. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, you definitely can. You absolutely can. Um, Real quick, I'm going to tell my cha- my wallet chain story okay. <laughs> because I think it's funny. Maybe you guys won't find it funny, but I was, went, was going to France with my family in, I think it was like 2011. And, you know, Europe is known for there being pickpockets. Oh, yeah. So my dad 
got a wallet that had a chain to it so he could like chain it to his belt pocket so he could nobody could just like grab it right out so this was just like a thing he had we were in paris at a restaurant we're like at a restaurant and if you've ever been to to france or other places in europe there will be like chairs and tables outside of the restaurant like facing out and so we were sitting at one of those facing out towards like a busy street right and my dad sees that the wait our waiter had like a chain hanging out of his pants and was like a cool young guy. So my dad pulls his <laughs> chain out and like hangs it down out of his pants, <laughs> trying to be this like cool guy. And then him and my mom start uncontrollably laughing. And my sister and I are just sitting at the table next to them like, Mortified. oh my gosh, as people are passing by. And we still make fun of him about that it is so to this day. Funny. That is actually so, so fun, my- especially knowing your dad. <laughs> so cute (laughs) that's hilarious right yeah that's really funny yeah so just a little light story yeah to to share well the only thing i was going to share is that my husband matt actually carries a wallet with a chain (laughs) (laughs) that honestly doesn't surprise but he doesn't he doesn't do it for like the cool look of it he does it more for for that for when he lived in Virginia, like, he would walk and ride the bus places, so he didn't want someone right. to, like, jack his wallet. So I get it, but I'm also like... Yeah, it makes sense. It's time. It's time to retire the That's chain. That's so funny. <laughs> the biker chain. That's great. <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Jenny. Hello. My name is Jenny. First off, I recently came across your podcast, and I'm hooked. I've been binging episodes, and I'm sad that I'm almost caught up. LOL. I work at a hotel and listen to the pod while working, and I get so spooked, but you guys make it so that I can listen with ease. Aw. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. So mine is a spooky short story. When I was about 17, I'm 25 now, I got my first car that I was paying for myself, so naturally I was super excited and happy and couldn't wait to show it off to my friends and ride around town. I got a used 2006 BMW in great condition. I was set on getting a BMW, but never again. Maintenance is too expensive, lol. Anyways, right after getting it, I called all my friends and cousins and picked them up. It was myself and four others. We were driving around, all giggling and happy with my new car, which I can totally relate to that. Like My first time out driving around with friends pretty much did the exact same thing. Yeah, sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. And it was late and it was time to drop everyone off. We were closest to one of my cousin's house who lives right next to a cemetery. One of my friends suggested to drive through the cemetery before dropping her off just for fun. I hesitated because I'm a big scaredy cat and I don't like anything scary. But I was peer pressured and bullied into agreeing, which I don't know why I listened. I was the one driving, lol. It was obviously dark and spooky, and I drove really slow. The cemetery is gated, but has streets inside for cars. We were all giggling and just being dumb teens when, all of a sudden, the back left window started going crazy. It kept going up and down, fast, uncontrollably, and the girls in the back seat started screaming. At first, I thought they were playing a prank and just trying to scare me, But I looked through my mirror and they were all huddled to the right corner screaming while the window went crazy. Oh my gosh. 
I started screaming too, and everyone just screamed, let's go, let's go. I stepped on it and quickly got out of the cemetery. As soon as we were out, the window stopped. (sighs) That's crazy. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was the craziest thing to ever happen to me and my cousins and friends. I still have that car I use occasionally, and to this day, the window has never done that again. Wow. wow. <laughs> there was something in the cemetery making yeah. that happen. Oh. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Jen, always keep it human. Wow, Jen. That is wow. terrifying. <laughs> that was really scary, but thank you for sharing. I think you pissed, I'm thoroughly pissed the spirit off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay, our next story is from Katie. I can't remember if I had shared this already, but I was listening to some of your listener stories, waiting to hear my name, but never (laughs) did, so here I go. Sorry if it gets winded. Well, hello, Katie. Thank you for sharing your story again. I was in late middle school, maybe 7th or 8th grade, and would hang out with my neighbor Ashley that was a year younger than me. When I hung out with Ashley, we always found trouble. She was the one that talked me into getting an email after my mom explicitly told me no. Mind you, this was the time that AOL was just coming out (laughs) if I needed to date myself. (laughs) I totally feel that. My parents, like, wouldn't let me get an email or social media or anything when everybody else was. And so I feel you on that. Same. Anywho, I was grounded for a month after my mom found out I made an email. One month with no friends, TV, or movies. It was rough. After that time was served of my grounding, I hung out with Ashley again. My mom clearly trusted me enough to make a right decision this time. Ashley and I were hanging out at her house that was just three down from mine. To give you a picture of the landscape, we grew up on a lake and her house was on top of a hill more towards the highway. She had land behind her house with a big red barn and fields that were used for farming. Her farmland edged up to our local cemetery of the lake area, Mm -hmm. meaning most people that passed away that lived in the lakes area were buried there. We had the not-so-bright idea to ride her four-wheeler over to look at the graves because we were bored and couldn't use AOL, so obviously we should go see the graveyard. (laughs) Once we were over there, Ashley was playing with some of the things that were left at the grave site, such as toy cars, drumsticks, and rocks. There was a 15-year-old boy that was buried there and had the drumsticks. I got this weird feeling when she was messing around with them and told her to stop. She didn't listen, but after a bit, she put them back. We finally decided to go back to her house to go on Omegle, again, dating myself, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> and got on the four-wheeler. I remember Omegle. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. That's so embarrassing. And, like, shutting the computer down, like, as soon as a parent would walk in. Or yeah. somebody would show up with their yes, that member too. out. <laughs> mm-hmm, that, too. Ashley tried to start it, but it wouldn't start. I got that funny feeling again, and a big gust of wind came through as Ashley was frantically trying to start the four-wheeler. It was to the point that she almost flooded the engine. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. After the gust of wind, which felt like forever, was gone, the wheeler started and we sped off back to her house. I was crying and she was confused. To this day, I will not go back to that graveyard because of the feeling I got. It's that gut feeling that gets your goosebumps and hair to stand on end. I feel like, yep, that was 100% the boy being like, leave my drumsticks alone. Yeah, like, this is my shit. Thank you. Yeah. I hope you use my listener story. I keep waiting to hear my name when you do your episodes. Well, thank you, Katie. Keep up the amazing work. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that story, Katie. That is so scary and just a reminder to not mess with 
anything spirit on this realm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just let them be. That's right. Oh, that's really freaky. <laughs> that was weird. We had two cemetery stories back to back. I know. <laughs> oh, I don't know why people go to cemeteries. Like, I, other listen, than, like, if you're visiting. Guilty. Guilty. I, of course you are. Guilty. No way. Guilty AF. I have never <laughs> and will never do anything like that. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this next one is from Vanessa. Hey, lovely ladies. First off, I love your podcast. I'm a UK listener. Oh, we love our UK listeners. And I binge in human every single day in work. I'm a cleaner in a local pub. And while I do have a paranormal story about the place I work, it's not the story I'm going to tell today. Okay, but I also want to hear that story. Say, so you better please send, send that, that story in. <laughs> now, I don't know how either of you feel about past lives, and so far I haven't heard anyone on the podcast mention if they remember theirs. Whoa, okay. But I did hear a story about someone having reoccurring dreams, and it reminded me of two reoccurring dreams I've had since I was a little girl. And anytime I think back to those dreams, the more I feel like I'm remembering a past life. Okay, I 100% think believe in past lives and that people can remember their past lives i mean just the stories of like the little kids who say something to their parents that are like completely irrelevant that they would never know yeah like like some adult thing like yeah or even like there's stories of people who have or of kids who have told a story and then they find out that like there's somebody in history that that story actually happened to yeah and yeah no i 100 percent believe that like past lives are a thing I feel like they could be too. Like obviously because of my faith, like I'm not supposed to believe that, but there's so many things that point to that being a like yeah. a huge possibility and just like how you know people say deja vu is supposedly mm-hmm. a memory from a past life, yeah. even though some people will say it's just cuz you're like two sides of your brain is what are working yeah. at the same time. I don't believe that cuz I don't really think that's possible. <laughs> no, cuz that doesn't make sense. Of the deja vu feelings. Like, I have deja vu all the time where, like, I'm like, this has happened before. And it's too specific to just be a dream. Like, I really feel like there's something more there. Or, like, I'll have deja vu and then I won't have deja vu for, like, months and months. And then I'll have it back to back to back to back. And I'm like, yeah, what is that? You're remembering something. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Back to the story. Sorry. (laughs) Now, they're only snippets of memory. But putting it all together, it kind of just makes sense considering how I was born. Some people say that birthmarks are usually a sign of how you died in a past life. Yes. I guess. And I have a huge birthmark on my neck. Not huge, but it's like, anyway. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> I, She says, I do not have a birthmark, but something did happen to me in my dream. And I think that's how I died in my past life. Oh, wow. my gosh. Okay. Okay. My first reoccurring dream, I am a young girl, bright red hair, face full of freckles, and I'm in a kitchen. Now, I don't recognize this kitchen, but I feel very, very, but it feels very, very familiar. It's bright yellow. The cabinet doors are yellow. It's definitely like a 60 style kitchen. As I'm walking around looking in drawers and cupboards, I know where everything is. So it's got to be a house I know. Right. I turn around to the island and see what I'm looking for, a plate of cookies. I take a cookie. I run back outside to play. 
that's all I have for the first dream. It's very short, but I dream about it often. Huh, okay. Which leads me to my next reoccurring dream. I remember going outside to play. I had a front garden, but there was no one there. The other kids I was with had moved across the street on a patch of grass, climbing trees, laughing and having fun. I remember having this strong urge of wanting to run over and have fun too. So as kids do, I go to run out into the road and I fall. My legs just stopped working. I look around more embarrassed in case someone saw me fall and I go to get up, but my legs are literally not working. I start to crawl over to the side of my friend to the side my friends are on and hear something coming towards me. I'm in the middle of the road and I look oh to my right and a red car is speeding my way and I try to army crawl faster, but it's too late. (gasps) The car hits me and I wake up. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's so scary. That is real I knew that was going that direction and I was getting really nervous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Every time I wake up from that dream. I'm always gasping for air like my breathing actually stopped whilst I'm sleeping. Remember when I said at the beginning that people believe that birthmarks are an indication to how someone died in a past life and I wasn't born with a birthmark? Mm -hmm. Well, when my mom was pregnant with me in 1994, every scan she had showed that I didn't have any bones. What? What? The doctors thought I had a condition called brittle bone disease, I've heard of that, which makes my bones very soft and easily breakable, hence why they could, couldn't could see any bones on the scans. Oh my gosh. While my mom was six months pregnant, they wanted her to get rid of me, saying I wouldn't <gasps> live through the birth and that my skull will shatter and I wouldn't live long enough, but my mom, who was 17 at the time, didn't listen and didn't care if she only got one minute, one hour, or one day with me. She still wanted to go ahead. Oh, that's so many cry. (laughs) And that's actually so scary that they were like, she doesn't have bones or the bones are like. I know. What the? Oh, my gosh. And I've, I've seen there was I've seen people with that. And it's really, really sad. I'm so sorry. Wow. She still wanted to go ahead. December 28th rolled around and the C-section was underway and I was born. I was actually born with a bone condition called congenital bowen, I think is how you spell it. Probably not. But the condition only affected one part of my body, which was my legs. (gasps) I was born with both bowed thigh bones. But being a baby, they were considered as broken bones. Wow. Wow. And that's like, aside from the connection to the recurring dreams, that's scary that like they were like, oh, she's going to have brittle bone disease. She's not going to be able to live. But it was actually something else. And like, wow. Yeah. I I guess it was 94. Yeah. But even even in 94, you'd think think that technology's advanced a lot then, but it has come a long way since then. So hopefully that doesn't happen anymore. But holy crap. Crap. And it was your legs. That That's was the, insane. what was affected. And you know something else? Every but all of her dreams had a red theme. Either it was her hair red, her the car was red. The red car. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Oh. Twenty seven years later, I'm still here, although I do still have problems with my legs and a genuine fear of falling in the middle of the road. Oh. 
I whole I wholeheartedly believe that my reoccurring dreams are memories of the day I died in my past life. I think Sorry so too. if my story is all over the place. I'm not a good storyteller. Yes, you are. Oh, stop. You are. Yes. You girls are amazing and are doing such a wonderful job with the podcast. I will be in oh, touch with you. my paranormal pop story soon. Yes, T-T-Y-L. Peace sign. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's, like, so many things <sighs> to unpack. I don't even know where to begin. I know. That, I think we I don't, I, both had reoccurring dreams, right? Mm-hmm. We do both kind of believe in the whole past life mm-hmm. situation. Wow. And the doctor didn't even know. That's insane. That's so, so crazy. And I know. I definitely think that, like, even though it wasn't a birthmark, that is, like, an even clearer indication, I feel like. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. That's wild. Thank, Thank you, you so for sharing much that story for with sharing us. sharing that, yeah. All right. Next story is from Amanda. I had totally forgotten this happened to me until I heard the first listener's story episode. I started listening to the podcast back in April 2022, so I'm a little behind. It gets better. That's okay. It gets better. (laughs) Yes, we promise. You're going to hear this in like a couple months from now and be like, oh, I forgot I sent this in. Right. Anyway, when I was a senior in high school, I had gone over to one of my friend's houses to watch a movie. My mom didn't care about me staying out late or even staying over at someone's house, but I had driven her car since I didn't have my own. And my mom wanted me to come home so her car would be safe in the garage. In parentheses, ugh. (laughs) I get it, though. Like, being an adult now, I'm like, I I get it. Yeah. (laughs) When I got off the highway at the stoplight, it was just me and one other car in the next lane. It was probably around 10.30 p.m. When the light turned green, the car next to me didn't start to go right away and instead switched to my lane and started closely following me. Hmm. I lived in a small neighborhood, so when the car also turned onto the same road that led to my neighborhood, I knew something was up. I started speeding up to get some distance between us, but the car continued to follow me closely behind. I then slowed down, hoping they would pass me, but they continued to match my speed and tailgate me. My neighborhood is designed as a block of houses and then three cul-de-sacs. I lived on the opposite side of the block from the neighborhood entrance, so the best way to get to my house would be to turn right and then left. Instead, I continued straight and turned right and then made another right. So I was basically driving around the block. Smart. Smart. That's what I was going to say. If you ever think someone's following you, make four rights. And if they're still following you, go to like (laughs) a lit location, go to like a police station, something like that, because they're definitely following you. Yeah. The car behind me must have noticed I was about to drive in a circle. And and instead of turning onto my street, they continued straight into one of the cul-de-sac streets. I immediately floored it and flew into the garage and closed the garage door behind me as fast as I could. I ran inside, and as I looked out the front window, I saw the same car that had been following me slowly drive by, most likely trying to see where I had gone. Oh my gosh. Wow. Trigger warning for this next part. A couple weeks later on the news, there was a story about a human trafficking ring that had been caught. They would drive around looking for females who were driving alone and would then follow them home. If they parked in the street or in an apartment building parking lot, they would grab the women while they were trying to walk inside. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. When me and my sister first started high school, my dad warned us to be careful and explained how there are people who like to target women who are alone. I always rolled my eyes thinking he was just paranoid, but good thing I always listened to what he said. 
If I hadn't, I probably wouldn't have paid much attention to the car behind me. Wow. Amanda from Michigan. Damn. Wow. That's so scary. You, I'm so glad that you were smart enough to like pay attention and go in a circle and realize he was following you. But yeah. that is just so terrifying. You, you don't so think terrifying. it would happen in like your neighborhood. You're never like, oh, unless like, you're me. I feel like <laughs> I'm always paranoid. Okay. I feel like I'm always like, oh, it would never happen here. I don't have to worry about it. And it's yeah. like, no, you have to worry about it. Like, yeah, it's everywhere. You don't have to worry about it, but you just have to be aware of it. Yeah. Be vigilant. If something feels off, chances are it is off. Yeah. Trust your gut. Wow. Thank you for sharing, Amanda. Yeah. All right. This next one is from Leanna. Hi, guys. I recently started listening to podcasts, but have always loved true crime. I honestly used to play forensic files on my phone on repeat until someone told me to start listening to true crime podcast. Game changer. Now I'm obsessed. Heck yes. Yes. I've been wanting to submit a listener story. It pertains to my mom. I first want to say I love the listener stories. Please, please keep them up. I also love how detailed you guys are covering all different cases, advocating for the indigenous ones and people of color. Thank you. Thank we you. appreciate that support. Yeah. I'm sure you guys have heard of the Colonial Parkway Killer. Andrea, I know you lived in Virginia, so maybe you are more familiar with that serial killer. I do I've never heard of the serial killer. The really? Colonial oh, Parkway have. Killer? Maybe mm-hmm. I have and I just don't remember the name, but that's it's not ringing a bell at all. Sounds like we might need to cover. Yeah. Soon. Well, in 1991, my mom was pulled over on the Colonial Parkway for her driving. I believe she was swerving a little. If you've been on that road, you know it's a long, curvy road with no lights. No stoplights or streetlights. It is dark and scary to drive alone at night, especially when a killer has been making rounds on that route. Uh, yeah. Well, the officer had an attitude and demanded my mom get out of her car and into his car. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-uh. No. She obviously knew that that wasn't okay, and her gut told her no. What happened next still haunts my mom. He pulled her out of the car, threw her to the ground, (gasps) cracked her teeth, and beat her. Oh, my gosh. Out of nowhere, another person comes from out of the woods. (sighs) The officer seemed to know the guy coming out of the woods. This person helped the officer tie my mom up and throw her into the back of his car to do God knows what. While the officer was walking around the car to get back into the driver's side, my mom, this badass bitch... (laughs) Grabbed the officer's radio and screamed for help. Oh, my God. Wow. So he was an actual officer. Like, he actually had a radio. Yeah. I was thinking he was, like, fake. Like, yeah. pretending to be. That's what I was thinking, wow. too. That is ultimately what saved her life. It scared the officer. And the random guy ran away back into the woods. And the officer untied my mom. Wow. That's insane. She sued the police department, and apparently he did not get fired. Not surprising, honestly, but demoted per my mom. I'll attach her court info below. 
But the scariest thing of all is that my mom swears he was the Colonial Parkway killer. Wow. Oh, my God. The killing stopped after that. <gasps> and Shut up. if you're familiar with those killings, they never caught the guy. They suspected he was a cop. They suspected he had a comp- an accomplice. Scary oh shit. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm so I think we 100% need to cover him. Okay. And we'll reread this listener story on that episode. Okay. Because, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's insane. I, just that. That's so terrifying. That I'm is so, so terrifying. Okay. I know that she had like, th- it was like luck almost that she yeah. was able to grab that from him. Grab that. And that's so smart. I feel like I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I have a few more stories for y'all. Paranormal and even one more about aliens. Ho, ho, ho. I'll be submitting more. Please Thanks, do. guys. Keep up the great work. Your fan from Virginia, Leanna. And it says her baby's name, but I'm not going to include it. But she just had a little baby girl, and I'm sure she's so cute. Oh, and congratulations. So cute. And you probably had her in, like, November. Sorry, but I'm sure <laughs> she's so cute. That's yeah. very exciting. And thank you for sending that in. That is so insane. I'm so glad that your mom is okay and that she is a badass bitch and yeah. was able to get away from those two men. That's insane. Wow, that's so scary. I know. I'm, like, still shook. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. Okay. Next story is from Cassie. I I would say Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Not Casey. I like that name. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Haley and Andrea. First off, I love your podcast. I started listening a few months ago and got hooked after listening to the episodes about the Cleveland kidnappings. I drive a ton for work, so it has been a good way to pass the time. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. This might be a bit long, but let me start with some backstory. When I was little, I had what you could call spiritual connectedness. I used to see colors and energies around people. Happy people equal bright, light pinks and whites. Negative people equal less vibrant greens and reds. I can totally feel that. Yeah. I used to tell my mom that my grandma had good colors around her, but would be afraid of the people who had darker colors. I would cry and get upset asking my mom to make them go away when being in rooms alone because they were too crowded. Mm. Oh. One time while we were eating dinner, I told my mom that Opa, my mom's grandfather, said to say hello to his little girl when he had died years before I was born. Oh, wow. This was a nickname he used to call my mom that I hadn't heard before. After these events, my mom wanted to figure out what was happening and make sure there wasn't something medically wrong with me. She brought me to doctors and even to a priest who suggested we keep holy water in the house to keep me protected. This was unusual because Catholic priests aren't typically supposed to believe in spirits. Now to get to the story. While my mom and I were sleeping, she felt something crawling up her slowly. Mm. She said she felt an evil energy and that there was something with claws on her. Once the claws got up more towards the top of my mom, she sat up. At the exact same time, I woke up screaming, get him away from me. My mom got up as quickly as she could and started flinging the holy water all over the room. (laughs) She said that at first she couldn't tell if this was a dream or reality, but when I woke up, she knew this was actually happening. The feeling eventually went away and we both were able to go back to sleep without issues. 
to this day, I keep a bottle of holy water in my room. Oh, there was definitely something going on. <laughs> something, something in there. Wow. Oh, <laughs> also, here are pictures of my puppy to make you both happy after a spooky story. So cute. Oh, my gosh. He or she is so freaking cute. Look at him flying. With a little, little tennis ball. ball. <laughs> oh, what a cute, so cute. pupper. And thank you for the uh, little lighthearted pupper content. After, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially for me because you guys know I get real freaked out. But that's so freaky. And I hope that nothing else happens to you as you keep your holy water with you. Yeah. That's... Whew. I was going to oh, say, like, thank you for sharing. I mean, not that your grandfather's anything negative, but I think, like, whatever she felt after that could have been, like, not just a spirit, you know? Yeah. Okay. This next one is from Haley. Not, not our I Haley. I like but... your name <laughs> and, and the spell of your name. just like yours. <laughs> I love it. Hi, guys. Let me preface by saying I've never been into true crime, serial killers, horror, none of it. Because, well, I'm a scared little bitch, TBH. (laughs) I mean, same. (laughs) But I started listening to your podcast while working, and then I found myself listening to it anytime I had free time. Aw, thank you. Thank you for listening. In the car, if I didn't have my kids with me, etc., until I finished all current episodes. Sad face. (laughs) I'm sorry. I started listening to Morbid last week, and... And while at work, I'm a housekeeper. Today, I was listening to their episode on Richard Ramirez. Oh, yeah. That, Ooh. They, they, mm-hmm. I think they covered that, like, really far in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but we love Morbid, if you yeah. guys didn't know. <laughs> the lady I was cleaning for texted me and asked if I opened the garage door because she had gotten a notification that it was open. Ooh. At first, I was just like, no. Why would I? I don't even go into the garage here. Well... I went outside, and sure enough, the garage door is open. Okay. I go back in the house, open the door that goes into the garage from the house, and I close the garage door. I tried to lock the interior door to... and Wait, I tried to lock the interior door, and the doorknob was very janky and wouldn't oh. lock, and pretty much would just pop open. Oh, my gosh. That's when I started worrying. Did someone come into the house? When she had texted me, I was in the back end of the house. I had headphones in. Someone could have came in and made it upstairs without me hearing. That's so scary. I tried to call my husband, and of course, I had shit for a signal, and he couldn't hear me, so I hung up and tried to text him what was going on, and it wouldn't go through. Then my phone had no service at all. It said SOS, which made me freak oh out God. even more. Like, did someone cut the phone lines or something? <laughs> and that's so scary because I think, if you guys didn't know, Richard Ramirez was the night stalker. Yeah. And I think he cut phone lines. Yeah, he did. going into houses. So, like. Yep. Oh, my God. that's You must have been so scared. Yeah. I was terrified. Shaking, crying, with no way to get in touch with anyone, thinking someone was in the house preparing to murder me like Richard Ramirez, I almost called the police. I almost just booed the fuck out of there and told the lady, (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't finish your clean. I was honestly frozen in shock for a little while. I finally got enough service to text my husband, and he said it was unlikely that someone could get the garage open from the outside and must have just hit the garage door opener while cleaning or something. I was still spooked, but was able to finish vacuuming and mopping and headed upstairs. 
here I go, <laughs> spray bleach in one hand. <laughs> I go upstairs, open all the doors, pull back all the shower curtains, ready to spray the, the garage door bandit in the eyes. <laughs> but no hey, one was there. Spray, spray bleach. That's, that'll do that's it. A smart weapon. That'll yeah. do it. Yeah. I have no idea how the garage got open. Don't know why the interior doorknob was so janky, but I'm alive and never want to clean that house again. <laughs> LOL, sorry. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that to be so long, but boy, was it a day. Now I get to cook for Thanksgiving tomorrow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's so freaking scary. (laughs) That is literally Ah. something I would definitely do. I would definitely think someone was in my house, go open all the doors, all the shower curtains with the most ridiculous weapon I could find, which honestly, your weapon was perfect because that, that would really fuck somebody up that, that was really smart <laughs> thank oh, you that's Haley. So scary. i'm glad nobody was in the house but dang yeah. that's scary yeah okay our next story is from lauren hey guys i've been a listener for quite a while now and listen to your episodes during my eight hour shifts almost every day i have two spooky stories which are linked together one of which is slightly more funny so hold on for that one So I live in Cornwall, UK, which if you didn't know, is full of just beaches or countryside. Sounds lovely. Although it's a beautiful place to live, I've had my fair share of scares while driving alone at night down the country roads. When I was 18, I worked at a bar located at a holiday park down, surprise, surprise, a country lane in the (laughs) middle of nowhere. This bar was, was a converted barn that was said to be haunted. It was just myself and my boss that worked at this time as it was out of season. So I would open at 5.30 p.m. and he would come in at 6. One night, I got there and locked the door behind me and decided to quickly do the dishes from the last night's service. The kitchen door was located right next to the bar with the door constantly left open. At around 5.50, I heard someone say hello, so I quickly wiped my hands and went to check. No one was there. Thinking it was slightly odd, especially since I had locked the door, I went back to washing up as we all know the ones who investigate in horror movies are the (laughs) ones to die. I'm not risking that, lol. (laughs) Smart. Anyway, my boss came in at 6 and I said, did you just come in and say hello? To which he replied, no, I've just got here. Why? I said, I said about someone saying hello and he said, and I quote, oh yeah, an old man will do that every now and then. An old man. (laughs) I hadn't told him, but it was an old man saying hello in a very deep voice. Oh my gosh, that's scary. My second story is at the same bar. There was an upstairs that was said to be haunted by a man and a woman. However, we rarely used the upstairs as it was never busy enough out of season. One night, about a week after the first incident, I was closing up on my own at 1 a.m., I had parked my car in front of the building and couldn't resist the impulsive thought to look up at one of the three windows upstairs. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm. As I looked, I saw a woman in white stood there. When I say I fast and furious <laughs> myself out of that holiday park, it is an understatement. All night I was panicking, thinking I'd have to leave my job. How could I go back when I had just seen a real ghost? Anyway, come morning, I had calmed down enough to realize I needed to pay my bills, so went to work that afternoon. (laughs) As I got there, shaking from fear, I glanced up up at the windows again, feeling more confident in broad daylight, and saw a white dressing table in the window. I had forgotten we were using the upstairs as storage for my boss's wedding furniture, one of which was a big white dresser used for a sweet stand. (laughs) 
I couldn't believe it, yet I was so happy I hadn't actually seen a ghost considering I was there on my own every night. (laughs) I'm impressed that you looked back up. I would have like avoided looking up there. Just been like, nope, nope, nope. That is so scary. And I'm I'm glad it was just a dresser. (laughs) Sorry for the long stories, but hope you found my stupidity as funny as I do to this day. Thank you guys so much for not only featuring my story, but for your hard work on the podcast. It's one of my favorites. Lots of love from the UK, Lauren. Aww. Well, thank you. But also, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so scared. That was a close one. <laughs> That's so terrifying. Like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, no thank you. But wow. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is the last one, and it's from Shelby. Hi, y'all. Whoa. Hi. I can't say that without sounding country. I'm sorry. (laughs) I started listening to your podcast back in September of 2022. And finish it by November. I love it so much. Oh, thank Oh, my you. gosh. She must have been so sick of our voices. <laughs> I never thought much about this until I started listening to True Crime. After I started to listen to True Crime, I realized what had almost happened and that you should always listen to your gut. When I was 12 or 13, I was with my younger sister and brother at a pilot station truck stop in Denver. My mom was with us, but she had to meet someone there to give them paperwork for from their business. My mom gave me $15 to go inside and get something for all three of us kids. While we were inside, I was telling my brother how I didn't have enough money for the four things he wanted. I only had enough for each of us to get one thing. Out of nowhere, this man came up behind me and told me he had more money out in his truck and I had to go with him to his truck to get it and then we could come back in. I looked at him and said, That's okay. He doesn't need more than one thing. He then began to insist that I go with him because my brother was a good kid and deserved more than just one thing. Okay. I kept telling him no, but he kept insisting. I finally just said, no, if we need more money, my mom is just outside. I can go get some from her. As I said this, our mom walked in and my brother went to complain to her that I wouldn't let him get more than one thing. The guy saw my mom and took off outside. I went to put her stuff on the counter to pay, and the cashier said, I'm very proud of you for not giving in to him and going with him. He was going to try and take you. Oh, my gosh. But I would not have let that happen. Shout out to that cashier for, like, being aware. Yeah. I didn't believe her because I always was one to believe the best in people. But now that I'm older, I know that is exactly what he was going to do. Wow. hundred percent. And like, good for you for being like, "Uh uh-uh. For, for like being a kid and standing up for yourself. Like that's so hard to do with an adult. And I'm so glad that you did trust your gut and that your gut was like, something is spot on. Something is wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Some very uh, close encounters in today's stories. Yeah. Crazy. I'm glad you guys all are very smart and are safe and just another reminder to be aware of your surroundings and trust your gut. Yeah. Now, before we go, though, we do have a small announcement, I think, for you guys, because in case you didn't know, our girl Haley here is having a little baby boy. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm having a baby boy. Yeah. So if you don't follow her on Instagram or TikTok, she did find out this weekend that she's having a boy. We're so excited. Yeah. And Andrea was here with me in person yeah, to find out. And, and then we went so to Disneyland sweet. together. Even though it rained, it was a very unique experience that I think everyone <laughs> will remember for the end of day. Yes. It was pouring rain in Southern California, mm-hmm. but it made for a fun gender reveal and... Uh, yeah, I'm having a boy, which is yeah. wild. It's so, oh my gosh, boy moms. Oh, having a little boy is so much fun, though. That's what everyone keeps saying. I'm yeah. slightly terrified, but I know it'll be fun. So. Yeah, it is a little terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I have you for yeah. all the sports since you have a baby boy yourself that's now yep. not quite a baby anymore. I know. He'll always be my baby, though. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, Yeah. I'm having a baby boy, and we'll definitely, you know, talk more about it, I'm sure. But also, we both have personal Instagram accounts that we post more on, more about, on, more. More personal things on, about, about, on. Yeah. That. So check those out if you want to follow us and us more closely. But we also have an Instagram for the podcast where we post photos to go along with each episode and also just other true crime updates and a tiktok so check that out yeah um again if you want to submit a listener story or a case suggestion or purchase merch you can go to our website inhumanpodcast.com and we appreciate you guys listening and being here and sending in these awesome listener stories i feel like each episode just gets better and better each listener story episode yep but thank you guys for listening we will be back next week with a new episode and until then Keep Keep it it human. human. Bye, guys.